Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Patty's mother was murdered, and Lisa lost her mother to cancer. This forged a bond between them that nothing could shake. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, GirlfriendIt.com and the movement GirlfriendIt, here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on Toginet.com. Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, where we rally you to do the remarkable through resources and relationships. Lisa will not be with us today. She's off in the Middle East, lounging around in Jordan this week. Apparently, she likes hanging out at the Red Sea rather than being with us today. I know, rude, right? But she has no idea what she is missing because we have a fabulous show with amazing guests today, starting out with Eric Blim who is a best-selling and award-winning author of nonfiction books. And finishing the show, we have John Finch, producer of the movie The Father Effect. John has a fascinating story on a personal level of discovering his unresolved issues, um, what he describes as a father wound, as a result of his dad's death and lifelong absence. John discovered his legacy and became a new man, husband and father by totally surrendering to God and finding forgiveness. Well, speaking of legacy, our next guest, Eric Blim, has an incredible treat for us as he shares his book, Fearless, an inspiring story of Navy SEAL Adam Brown, who overcame tremendous odds in his rise to the top tier of the U.S. military and left a legacy that motivates us all to want to strive for excellence. Well, Eric is known for winning the Barnes & Noble Discover Award, as well as being a New York Times and Wall Street Journal best-selling our bestseller, plus winning the Nautilus Award for his children's books called Molly the Owl. Well, I'm giving away all the good stuff, Eric, so I'm going to dive right in and say welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, Eric, I have to admit, just hearing everything about you as an author and storyteller, um, I, I thought, okay, this is interesting. You went from storytelling about Molly the Owl, who lives in a barn, to Navy SEAL and Elite Army Ranger Special Operation Missions. I have to ask you, what transpired in your life to, to kind of like change your history there? <laughs> there actually, I... Even further than that, I started my journalism career as an editor for a Transworld snowboarding magazine, and um, then I went into more, I was always a fan of, of, of authors like John Krakauer and Sebastian Younger, and having a journalism degree, I love nonfiction, and I, after 9-11, I actually decided to focus my efforts on telling the stories of, of you know, our greatest generation that's happening here and now. Um, as far as Molly the Owl goes, I'm a father of young children, and there was a, a true story of a barn owl. So a family put up a barn owl box in their backyard, put a, a video um, camera in it, and the world caught hold of it and started watching it. And more than 14 million people around the world watched this owl family raise their young. And so I um, took that as an opportunity to um, write a children's book about that. So kind of a, I, I think the real common thread is they're all um, true American Stories, and even in a true American barn owl. 
Absolutely. That's great. I, I love stories and what we can learn from um, just what a legacy that is when we put, put it down on paper for others to remember and, and be able to be motivated by someone else's legacy. Well, you did a fabulous job um, in, the, in your uh, one of your latest books, um, Fearless. And I had the, an opportunity to watch um, you, you talk about Adam Brown. Um, this elite uh, Navy SEAL, and I watched Kelly Brown, his wife, being interviewed in the Huckabee Show, and they were discussing your book and what a fabulous author you are, and, and Huckabee shared the letter that Adam wrote to his children, and, and you also talk about this in your book. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, leg that legacy that Adam left and just a little bit about his story? Uh, you know, in the in the quick radio version, Adam Brown was really the prodigal son meets SEAL Team Six. He was this a kid that grew up in Hot Springs, Arkansas. He was the kid that all the parents wanted their kids to play with because he was he was honest. He would do the right thing even when no one was watching, and parents kind of observed this unknowingly, as parents can do. And um, just had a, a lot of character for a young boy all the way up into his teens. But come college, he. He got involved with the wrong crowd, and on a fateful night, uh, he tried crack cocaine. And that is a, uh, a horrible drug that will it alters the chemistry in your brain, so you'll crave it the rest of your life. It's one of the toughest drugs to, to break the habit with um, addiction. And it usually, you know, very often will, will kill a person. And, and that, it came close to killing Adam, but he, he had a, got a second chance. His parents took the tough love approach, had him arrested. Uh, he had multiple felony counts, and he ultimately was able to join the Navy with waivers, a high-ranking Navy Commodore who knew Adam as a child, thought that he deserved a second chance, and he put his own career on the line, and he signed waivers in order to give Adam this second chance, and he rose all the way to the top tier of the U.S. Navy SEAL Team 6, which is the top 1% of the top 1%, really. I mean, these are the our, our most elite warriors, our counterterrorism special missions unit, top-secret clearance. The fact that he even made it into the Navy, let alone to that level, was a miracle. And, and of course, Adam was an, a man of God, and he, he found, uh, he rekindled a relationship with the Lord in jail. And from that, with his love of God, love of family, love of country, it just drove him to never give up. And his legacy really is that he was ultimately killed in combat, um, protecting his own brothers, uh, on a mission, a very dangerous mission, the Hindu Kush Mountains of Afghanistan. And one of his final wishes was that if you ever was killed, that people would share his story, but he wanted to make sure people didn't want to just remember him as a seal. You know, intuitively, he would have known that he would become a hero if he was killed in combat at that level on one of these secret missions. But what he did is he opened up his past, the skeletons in his closet, and he said, I want people to know who I was before I came to know the Lord, before I met my wife, Kelly. And Gave, gave permission, really, that he wanted people to know, let people know that I was a, a drug addict. I was a, a dirtbag living in the gutter, stealing from my own family, gone to jail. But you can rise above that in your life, and you can make something of yourself. And that's really what makes Adam fearless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how long was he a Navy SEAL? Uh, tw well, when he was killed, it had been, he'd been a year, and, and uh, he had another, actually, Sadly, it was his last deployment. He was actually going to kind of put on another hat and be a father to his kids, two young children, and um, and a husband to his wife, where he'd been away and deployed so much, and he decided that this was time for me to move on and do the next step in my life. But 
tragically, uh, he was killed on the, on his final deployment, and um, he wanted to. But again, you know, he was on a path, and his his legacy really had. It's, it's a tragic story, but it's uplifting because thousands, more than almost eight thousand letters in the past year since the book came out have come to the family and myself from people who have been inspired by his his story to um to the, that you can rise above almost anything. Hmm. Well, you can find out more about purchasing that book um, by just going to fearlessdiesel.com, correct? Uh, Ken, you're, you're breaking up. I think you were saying the website. But, yeah, the book's available everywhere books are sold, and fearlessnavyseal.com is the website. Um, there's a really, really heart heartwarming uh, tribute to Adam on, you can go on YouTube and look up Fearless Adam Brown, and there's a, a book trailer that you get to see who Adam was in moving pictures and video of his family, his kids, and um, it's it's pretty awesome. Awesome. Well, Eric, you became um, the first journalist to accompany and just keep pace with an elite Army Ranger unit on a training mission, and you are also writing um, a, a book that's soon coming. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, the, the, the book that I'm working on, is there, I have two projects kind of in the oven, so to speak, and that is uh, one is from the Cold War era. Um, that is, I, I honestly can't really go into detail because it's kind of an untold story, but the other is a, it's a Vietnam era story. So I've really dedicated myself to, to telling these stories of, of our military and those who serve, so exactly as you said in the intro, so, so that their, their stories can live on. So many of these uh, men and women alike, they don't, just don't talk about it. And I think that uh, with the right introductions, you can tell these stories and it, their legacies can live forever. And we learn from people's stories. Absolutely. Have you read the Pat Tillman story that John Krakauer, you mentioned his name. Did you read that book? You know, I did not. That is the one Krakauer book I have not read, although I do know the story. And I, I read the, the Tillman story that was written by his uh, mother, I believe. Um, but I've oh. heard really good things about it. Is it... Um, we're heroes, something or other, right? I, I'm forgetting yeah. the title, but it's um... <laughs> that, that's horrible. I can't remember the title, but um, I, I don't. I don't normally, you know, dive into um, and and I need to read read more. And I would love to um, read your current book that you're working on. Uh, just my my husband is fascinated by um, the books, and I think he would just love reading this one, talking about the Cold War era. But I. I you said after 9-11 made you want to go forward. Were you ever in the military? I mean, was it just truly the 9-11, you know, scenario that that inspired yeah. you? I, I always had a great respect for the military, um, but I never was in the military. I, I grew up um, reading military history. My mom would used to take out a, an old cigar box that she had her memorabilia from World War II. And when I was a young a young boy, she would bring out these the ration books that were left over and the Time magazine articles and that she read as a child, and I could kind of relate to her seeing her in that place in history, uh, at that era. You know, when I when she said, "Well, when I was your age, this is what was going on in the world," and that kind of in, intrigued and uh, kindled my interest in military history. And I started reading about it, and uh, I started with I think the Battle of Midway was the first book I read, and from there went to various Vietnam stories and. Uh, I ended up get, getting into more adventure journalism where I would I was traveling around the world writing stories for magazines and like I was 
one you mentioned I was embedded with an Army Ranger unit where I kept pace with them on a training mission and things like that. But after 9-11, I, I kind of just asked myself, what can you do? Everybody kind of had a surge in patriotism and purpose and wanted to do something. And as a writer, I thought, what, what better way can I um, honor these men and women who are going to serve against this, this new enemy in the world than to document their stories and do it not inserting myself politically, uh, keeping myself out of the story, just telling the truth of the story and letting the reader decide um, and understand history just from the perspective of those who were there. Hmm. All right. Well, um, we have 15 seconds left, and so we're going to have to go into a commercial break. And I just have to tell you, um, Eric, thank you for, for being the journalist that you are and writing these stories so we can um, learn more about the people that are, are fighting for us, fighting for our, our belief and our love for this country. And we will be right back after this commercial. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriended, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show designed with women in mind, with a chance for you to just listen or take part in, or to blog like crazy about. In any and all ways, the show is about you and that human connection that we all have to a bigger life, one larger than ourselves, yet taking care of ourselves first. Women, women from everywhere, becoming girlfriends with Girlfriended. Check out the website, GirlfriendIt.com. And join us next week for more Girlfriended Radio here on Toginet.com. Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com.